Avalanche Hockey with the voice of the Avs, Connor McGahey, on the team. And joining us right now, Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line, the radio voice of the Avalanche, Connor McGahey. Con, how you doing, man? Good morning, Jimmy. It's uh, from the Conmobile this morning, ah, the Con truck. The Con truck on the move this morning. On the move, yep. The, uh, with the early start, earlier start tonight, I suppose, uh, morning skate is a little bit earlier. So that's that's where we're at today. Mobile radio studio, here we go. All right. Well, we'll drive safe while we're doing this, okay? Make sure we don't want I- any accidents. <laughs> hey, get out of the way! Hey, come on! <laughs> oh, yeah, I just boy. don't. I just don't. You know, don't tell them they're number one. You know, with that middle finger, and then have yep. some kind no. of altercation. That'd be really bad. That'd be. That would not no. be good. Ten and two. Don't you worry about it. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> safety first. Just uh, yep. like back in driver's ed. Safety first. That's right. Safety first, people. Exactly. Um. Kale McCarr, I, I just think that, that was such a Kale McCarr thing the other night. With that, uh, no, no, he didn't, he didn't trip me. No, I and, and he's like, I'm not sure why I did that. I think most guys would get a lot of grief, but I think was it? Did they ask Evan Rodriguez if they're going to give him grief? And they're like, Well, no, he's Kale McCarr. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything to that guy about that. I mean, that was pretty good. And it just, you know, like he, I just think that I like what Bednar. He just, you know, he had kind of a chuckle and like, yeah, that's, that's just Kale. That's. Wants to win it fairly and didn't think that the penalty should have been called. Well, and in the, in the moment, I didn't even put that as anything in the realm of possibilities for an option to happen. So I just thought that the referees talked about it and said that, no, that, wait, we decided that's not a penalty. And I said, well, that's weird. <laughs> and then I couldn't, I couldn't hear what Brandon Blantina, the referee, said. He said the penalties declined. And I said, I... It, no, no, no. The NFL was yesterday. Like, you can't decline a penalty. Like, what is that? So everybody in the press box was talking about it afterwards, and they said, what the heck just happened? Like, what was that? And then they pulled up the video, and the replay from Altitude showed that uh, Kale looked back, and Blandina's arm was in the air, and he, he, and he waved him off. And then, I mean, the Internet amazes me. Like, they went back to, to find a game in which Alexander Ovechkin did the same thing. Uh, against the Vegas Golden Knights, he declined the penalty. Said, "Nope, no, I just, I just lost an edge. That wasn't a trip." So, um, I, to me, it's not all about penalty minutes. The Lady Bing Trophy should go immediately to Kale McCarr. Voting, <laughs> voting has closed. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the ultimate, the ultimate gentleman, the ultimate sportsman, yeah. with uh, Kale McCarr saying, "No, no, it wasn't a penalty." But uh, Avs get the shootout win. The return of Evan Rodriguez, who came up with that goal in the shootout, that, that's that been important for the Avalanche, uh, getting Evan Rodriguez back. Oh, goodness me, yes. I mean, and uh, there, there's a, a bunch of people before the season began that said, Rodriguez, I mean, he's better. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we need some bodies. And, I mean, goodness, he's, he's as smart as it comes. And the fact that... <laughs> That, that move that he's done twice now, he did it on Shesterkin versus the Rangers and Sorokin versus the New York Islanders, uh, it is amazing. And it's not just the move in the shootout. I mean, he's he's come back and, and pretty much jumped right into the fray. I mean, you're talking about almost, I mean, it's been Miko Rantanen and J.T. Comfort leading abs forwards in ice time, but then right there is Evan Rodriguez. And you've needed him to, to shoulder a little bit of a load, and he's... He's been magnificent. I, I, when he, when he was, it looked like it was going to be a long-term injury because you don't know with knees 
and, and any lower body, to be honest. So the fact that it was it was more on the optimistic side was was good for everybody involved, and he he has been a difference maker every single night for the Avs. And you mentioned Connor that uh, that Evan got the the shootout goal against uh, Sorkin, and that was a good, an incredible goalie matchup where Alexander Georgiev just was you know, was brilliant once again. Twenty six saves to get his second shutout of the season, tenth of his career. Yeah, and in his one hundred fiftieth NHL game as well, nice little milestone for Alexander Georgiev, but. Uh, that, that's two now. I mean, and two goaltenders that he's very familiar with. Obviously, teammates with Shesterkin and the New York Islanders and Rangers play each other every other night. Um, they're playing tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Um, so there's a lot of familiarity there. And I think that that's you, – you always try and look at psychology of a player. Like, what motivates the guy? What, when do players play their best? Where do they play their best? And it seems that Georgiev almost likes the challenge. And – Looking across the ice and and having a familiar face to, to battle against because some of his best games uh, have come against the best goaltenders uh, and so that's why it was it was even more impressive that the Abs have a, a season high in shot attempts and, and one shy of a shot on goal for for a season high for them but at the other end I mean the Islanders have some good chances and Georgiev plays simple he plays well. And he was uh, he was just uh, one save better in the shootout. The good him in the shootout, he just he outweighs everybody. He's so patient, he doesn't bite on anything, and he almost makes the shooter makes make the mistake. I mean, that's what happened on two of those three attempts from the Islanders. Is that Georgiev didn't have to do anything, but the 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 shooter felt like he had to do all the work. So that's where the the mental game of it uh, comes into play. We saw that even in the World Cup with. Uh, with Martinez uh, for Argentina the other uh, afternoon as well. So, uh, But Georgiev, well-deserved second shutout of the season for the Avs. Avs radio voice, Connor Gahey with us today on the team. Connor will have the call on the team, or, uh, on the team tonight when uh, the Avalanche take on Montreal pregame at 5.30 for that one on the team. And a couple of uh, things to get to. Uh, Nathan McKinnon was on the ice yesterday. Uh, going through some individual workouts, so his progress, his timeline, at least according to Jared Bednar, is still you know we're still maybe about seven games out for for his return. Uh, also, uh, Dennis Malkin, who uh, they picked up in the trade with Toronto, kind of caught up in the immigration thing right now, has yet to practice with the Avalanche. With, with Malkin, what is what does he bring to this team in, in that trade that they made with Dryden Hunt, sending him to Toronto? Yeah, and I, I asked a couple people the, the same question. Um, uh, Katie Goss, who, who used to work for the Florida Panthers, uh, Malgan played in Florida when she was there, altitude reporter. And we were talking to a couple other scouts and, and, and some other personnel. And, and basically the deal is is that it's, it's, it's the type of player that each organization needs. Um, basically the video was being circulated for Toronto fans where – Dryden Hunt hit, hit Posternock, and then Nosek wanted to pick a fight, and then Dryden Hunt dropped Nosek to the ice in four punches. That's the type of game that Toronto needs right now, and the Avalanche need a little bit more skill with, within their forward group. Um, Hunt, at one point, I mean, you look at, he played for Moose Jaw, and he was 59 goals, 59 assists, that type player, but it doesn't always translate into the National Hockey League. So the Avalanche looking for a, a scoring touch, and that is that is Mulligan. He's he's not the biggest guy, but he's smart, good offensively, and uh, and I think that he, he's learned some lessons for the past where 
he can fit into the system. And he is, he'll be the second Swiss skater that the Avalanche have had. Sven Andrigetto was the first, fourth Swiss player overall. And that's part of the reason that the immigration is a problem because you get traded from a Canadian team and you're a foreign player. That makes it a lot more difficult in comparison to being a Canadian team uh, with a Canadian player or an American with uh, American team with the same uh, the same visa rules and regulations. So, um, not sure how long it's going to be, but I think he he brings a little bit more skill, a little bit more scoring touch for the Avs when he does make the lineup. Connor McGahee, voice of the Avalanche, with us today on the Team Sports Network. It's Montreal tonight. Montreal's on a seven-game road trip. Uh, they got the overtime win against Arizona uh, the other night. And Colorado at home since 95 against Montreal, 13-2-1. So great success, you know, at, uh, you know, whether it's been McNichols, Pepsi, or, or Ball Arena back in the day. Uh, Nick Suzuki leads them in scoring with 31 points. It's a Montreal team. It's about 15-15 and 15 right now uh, heading into that game tonight. Yeah, and I mean they've been on a roller coaster the past couple of years. Remember, uh, they go to the Stanley Cup final two years ago versus Tampa. Then they are the worst team with the best odds to get the number one overall pick last year, uh, where they select Uri Slepkovsky. That'll be fun to say a bunch of times tonight. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but uh, Montreal has the worst power play in the National Hockey League. But they have Cole Caulfield, and Caulfield under Martin Saint Louis. Has has been an absolute sniper and has advertised out of uh, out of Wisconsin when Dominic Ducharme was the head coach of the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Cole Caulfield, who was selected one spot ahead of Alex Newhook in the draft, uh, only had one goal, I believe. And for whatever reason, Ducharme and Caulfield didn't line up. But Martin Saint Louis has set Caulfield free, and between him and Nick Suzuki, who are best friends, I mean, it's uh, it's turned out to almost be a joke that they go and do everything everywhere together they show up to the rink at the same time have have coffee that that relationship will benefit uh, the canadians going forward for a long time with nick suzuki being the youngest canadian captain in uh in their history at 23 years old but those are two of the pieces that uh, that will drive them forward and uh they've alternated goaltenders sam mountain going versus the coyotes getting the win so um I would assume it's going to be Jake Allen uh, for the Canadiens, and he's played very well versus the Avs in his career, all but one coming with the St. Louis Blues. But but uh, 500 is, is about about right for the Montreal Canadiens as, uh, as they're just still trying to build for the future a little bit, I think. 5.30 for that one tonight. Connor will have it right here on the team. Sports Network, the Avalanche against Montreal. So, Connor, going to ask you this before... Uh, before we wrap things up here, your favorite sports Christmas gift you've received over the years? What would it be? Oh, goodness me. Um, good question. It, it's, it's funny because our family really doesn't, like, we don't do a whole lot of gifts um, because everyone just has enough stuff, you know? Right. But I think, I think that sports-related I mean, I got to go. I got to set the wayback machine for a long time ago here with Sherman and Peabody. Um, <laughs> That's good. I would probably, I would probably say that in oh, maybe '97, we, my brother and I, got uh, together a, a team signed Avs jersey um, along with an air hockey table. 
Oh, that's sweet. I th- I think the air hockey table was was probably yeah that was the crown jewel. The air hockey table in the basement was fantastic. We loved we loved that thing. That this is this is eons ago. But yeah, I would I would probably say those are the two with the air hockey table being the uh, being the winner. Yeah, I think for for me, I had the Mattel handheld electronic football game and basketball game where you could pick the nice. defense, you know, whether it's zone or man. Yep. And had Love that. It. Had the electric football game. This is going way back. I had Broncos <laughs> Seahawks. The yeah. vibrating I'm an old man. yes, yeah, I'm an old man. The vibrating electric football game that I I still hey, have somewhere. When the Seahawks were in the AFC West, yeah, you know? <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, you know, it was ancient history. Yeah, and we we also I mean we got a foosball table, and oh, yeah. it, it was um, some Kmart if I remember correctly. Not to try to crack on their uh, their the quality of their products, but you, uh, my brothers and I, we would you know sometimes we'd spin. You know, you're not supposed to spin, but um, we kept knocking the heads off the off the the players, <laughs> and half our guys like their their heads were all gone. They're all decapitated. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty gruesome. <laughs> But we had a lot of fun That's with that foosball team. breaking the rules, Jimmy. I know. I yeah. know. Our, you, you lose your head if you break the rules, or at least that <laughs> your foosball guy loses his head anyway. Hey, Connor, have well, a, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the late addition is I, I, I love playing cricket and darts, and uh, the dartboard is up at the house now. So that uh, – that's got to be. That's got to get honorable mention now for a nice game of cricket with a, with a solid dartboard. Oh, that's very good. I like that. We'll hope you get a chance to play a little bit during the holidays and have a great call tonight. By the way, Merry Christmas. We always appreciate it, Connor. Thanks, man. It is my pleasure. Merry Christmas to, to you, Jimmy, to everyone there, and to everyone listening. Uh, I hope it's a great weekend, and uh, and thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure. Take care. Drive safe, Connor. See ya. All right, Connor McGee. In the Conmobile today. Yeah. On the road, on the move. Your foosball table reminded me.